My name is Damali Sali and I welcome you to this episode of the Ideation Corner. The Ideation Corner is a space where ideas are discussed and dissected. And today I host Malcolm Castillo. Malcolm is the founder and the chief executive officer of Malan Company Limited. Malan is a financial technology company that specializes in credit payments in the mobile payment space. It provides bulk payment solutions to small and medium-sized enterprises so that they're able to pay their employees, staff, and casual laborers. Recently, Malon uh, launched their Circle product, which offers credit to Airtel customers so that they can purchase Umeme Yaka tokens for their electricity. I am very happy to host Malcolm on the Ideation Corner today. Malcolm, you're very welcome. I thank you so much. Thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah. uh, you're very welcome here. Um, so maybe we can start off with the Yasako product. What is it about? Uh, Yasako is uh, an emergency payment option for users to top up on their utilities. So basically, we partnered with uh, Airtel Uganda. So through their partnership, we were able to offer uh, credit uh, on Yaka for them to basically enjoy lease of life at the end of the day. Okay. Yeah. So anyone who is a customer of Airtel? Yes. Would be able to get credit? Uh, yes. Of course, there is a criteria that we run in the background. <laughs> uh, one, you should have been uh, an, an, an Airtel subscriber for at least three months. And then for you to qualify for X amount of money, say if you're to start with the 2000, that's the minimum that you'd get on our, on our product, on our service, you must have spent at least twice that, that is 4,000 in a month. So our limit goes up to 10,000 for now. The reason why we are, we are putting uh, low figures on, on the limits is because this is an emergency. We do not want you to you know, take so much that you may you fail to pay, pay back. back. Mm. Yeah, so we just want to take you through that small fix you're in for that moment, probably it's light, probably you want to iron, probably you want to cook, whatever it is, finish, and then the next day go and purchase Yaka. Okay, so if I purchase my 2000 Yaka token, yes. how long do I need to pay it back? Uh, for now, we are looking at 30 days, uh, so there's a service fee of 15%, so that's just 300 shillings. So I think that's a slap on the wrist. And is it is it taken off my mobile money automatically, or I pay when I choose to pay? You pay when you choose to pay. So yeah. I mean, there's that flexibility because we want to grow loyalty at the same time. We do not want that. We do not want to look like that. Yes. Yeah, where we slap you on the wrist that hey, you haven't paid us back. Mm -hmm. So of course, uh, by the time you do qualify, we do trust that you shall pay us back. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So is is there what, what if I'm a customer of MTN or any other provider? It means I don't have access to this service. For now, no. We are strictly working with Airtel, but of course, we are having a conversation with our MTN. So we, let's see how, how that goes in the future. Okay. Yeah. So what, what was the idea behind this? Why did you think of providing credit for... For Yaka? I, I mean, uh, for me, from a simple uh, uh, scenario, I'm, I'm, I'm a rugby lover. Mm -hmm. So I remember it was uh, one of uh, the rugby games, uh, one of the finals. Uh, so you're there, you're watching, and all of a sudden, before you know, they make the try, power goes off. I was frustrated. Then unfortunately, there's a friend of mine, uh, uh, Emodek. So he, he, like most Ugandans, mm -hmm. they, they want to create passive income. So what, what he did is that he gathered these small savings, he went, of course, he learned poultry. He first taught, he learned the basics, did everything. Then he got the courage, he bought the birds, set up the house. So on the day that he brings the birds in, mm. at around 3 a.m., power, power goes off. Oh, no, and they need the heat. Exactly. So the, 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 I think they're called breeders. Yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden, they were cold. So in the morning, basically, I'd lost half of his uh, inventory, all half of his stock. 
His capital, oh God. Okay. All gone in the night. So I mean, it's small events mm. like this that make you think, what if there was an option to bail out people? And also when you look at the current setup with Omeme, mm. you notice, I think three, four, five years ago, they decided to close all their internal outlets where people used to make payments. So what does what did this do? It forced people to either pay through the bank, through mm. mobile money, and of course the transactions shot up through mobile money, through their payment aggregators like Payway, mm-hmm. uh, Easy Money, Interswitch. But, and also Umeme shifting, remember, from a postpaid to a prepaid system. Mm-hmm. Therefore, therefore, this made it also a bit challenging for someone to manage <coughs> their expenses. Coming that Ugandans, we, we are not very good at planning. Mm-hmm. So it made it a bit difficult. Now you're trying to teach these guys that, hey, if you don't pay for it in advance, you're not going to you get the get service. Mm-hmm. But again, I usually ask the question, what happens when I have the physical cash, but it's dead in the night? Oh, and all the service, all the service centers are closed. Probably today, you don't have mobile money, but I have the physical cash. That does not mean I'm being punished for having money. Why is my money making me suffer? Mm. Or it's just that time of the month, I'm broke, but I'm going to get money probably tomorrow, next week, and I can pay back. So why can't we give you an extended lease? Okay. So that's how the idea basically came about. Well, that's really good because I've seen, I've, I've seen. Um, I think there was a story I was reading where there was a health center somewhere and. Power went off, a lady was delivering, and that was it. Exactly. And also probably the stats that they'll never share. Okay, I do not have it on on, on, on good ground. <laughs> but apparently uh, in Mulago, when power goes off uh, uh, for even just a second, uh, apparently more than uh, 14 people pass away who are on oxygen. Mm-hmm. I mean, also, let's assume that you're home and you're, 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 you're storing the drugs that you're going to use. Yes. That also affects you. Mm. So, I mean, the, the, the applications are vast, really. Okay. Yeah. I like the, the, the emergency nature of it in, in terms of, and then I like that it's also at least even a small amount, 2,000 shillings. You can actually get some light for a few hours. Yes. Those are about two, three units. I think they can take you for a day or two if you're a light person. Okay. But if you probably boil and everything, <laughs> yeah, but you can survive. But it's an emergency. <laughs> Then are you are you thinking of offering it also for other utilities? Because clearly yeah. power is a basic necessity. Water. What are, we, are you thinking of other things? Of course, the the, the, the urge for us was uh, looking at a factor of production, electricity, because we believe if there's no power, I think we wouldn't be recording this show. <laughs> so nothing would happen without power. But mm-hmm. of course, our plan is to roll out to pay TV. Uh, you know, DSTV, Go yeah, TV, and the idea, likes. Uh, water, water is a bit t- tricky mm. because the bill size is a bit too big, <laughs> <laughs> and they are still postpaid. It is still postpaid, actually. but apparently there are plans to bring the premeters in. Mm. So we sh- we are going to engage National Water at, at in the future to see how we can also, you know, relieve their customers for those that that find them in, in find it difficult. Okay. Yeah. So is is this product now? Oh, so it's national. Anyone in Nakapiri PT with an Airtel. With an Airtel line and also who has an umeme, who's on the Umeme grid, Yaka, to mm. be specific. It, okay. Yes, but of course also the plan is that we realize that there are other power company distributors in Uganda. Mm. I think there's one in Bodibujo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've forgotten the name. And there are others. So basically we also want to plug into their, their infrastructure and also offer the service mm. to their prepaid users. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's good. And then uh, when I was reading the company profile, I also mentioned the fact that you provide uh, about payment uh, services to small and medium-sized companies. Yes. How does that work? Uh, I mean, all you have to do is basically contact us and then we set up for you an account and then give you a dashboard and you can do as you please. But of course, it's on a pre-funded basis. What? What does that mean? Uh, it means that say, <laughs> you want to pay your workers, your casual laborers, whoever you desire to pay, mm. that you give us that money. 
Okay. Uh, yeah, that, oh, there's no credit on that. Oh, you're no, trying to no be clear. There's no credit on that. There's no credit on that. But no of course, credit. if we have had a long relationship with you, we trust you and all that, mm. then we can always have a discussion of how much we can probably assist you with. Okay. Yeah. So I'm, a, I'm an SME. I have five employees. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> what exactly is that service? What service do you provide? Uh, but I mean, now, of course, at the end of the day, we'll also advise your five is a bit too low. <laughs> <laughs> like you can send, you know, trust yeah, just, just oh. go to an agent and, and send. But I mean, if you still just want to uh, manage everything from a central point of view, mm-hmm. I mean, send them uh, their salaries, mm-hmm. all allowances, all airtime, also pay them for bills. We still help you do that through our platform. Okay, so you don't limit? If we, I have my five employees, you can still help We me. can still help you. But of course, there are transaction fees that are applicable. <laughs> so okay. it's a service like any other. And just walk me through that. So what kind of services will the five people employee type firm, uh, you know, have to can use with your bulk payments. So uh, it's their salaries? Salaries, allowances, uh, probably if they're also paying for utilities, uh, power, electricity, water, pay TV. So I mean the basic bills that someone will pay over the counter, we're just making it easy and facilitating the company owner, mm-hmm. all the owners to make the payments for their employees, their staff. Okay, and it's all yeah. automated, it just comes up into my dashboard. Yes. Then I don't have to deal with cash. No, you don't. Okay. As long as you transfer the money to us, we credit your account and then you're free to spend as you wish. And that transfer, could it be, is it a money transfer as well? A yeah, mobile money bank. transfer? It, we could accept it on mobile money, but I mean, we prefer bank transfer for that because usually the amounts are not that small. Are not that okay, small. sorry, I keep giving this small <laughs> example <laughs> of five people. <laughs> well, you see, if, if like if you're a female owner of a small business of five people, you're doing a lot of other things. Yeah. And you may also still need these services. Exactly. You don't want to be spending time running around with cash because also moving around with cash isn't very good. Yeah, definitely. Yes. And also, uh, like I Again, depending on your employees and what work they do for you. Recently, with the COVID uh, situation, everyone is working from home. So, I mean, uh, buying for them data, <laughs> you know, just also helping them keep their lights. So, the small things matter, really. Mm. Yeah, so okay. that's how we come in. Tell me more about how what has been the impact of COVID on your, that side of business for you? Uh, well, of course, one uh, business has dwindled because uh, there's recent cash in the economy. Oh. So, of course, it has affected us. And also, because companies have had to cut uh, layoff workers, uh, you know, uh, minimize on their expenses, also that affects us as a business. And also for the Asako product, uh, it, it also has a ripple effect in that now, because you're broke, you may be forced oh, to borrow yes. and then not pay back. Oh. But of course, we are coming up with ways of mitigating that. But those are the challenges that we have and also challenges that we foresee in the market. Mm. So are you thinking of engaging other policy providers? Because, you know, there, there are several people who are in this now payment space, yeah. the fintech fin- payment space. Are you engaging policymakers to, to improve, you know, facilitate the environment within which you're working? Uh, yeah, we are a member of FITSPA. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's our local association that basically fronts uh, the, 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 I would say, the, the, the aims, all, all the needs of all the fintech companies in, in Uganda. So, of course, now through them, we're mainly looking at things like uh, the data protection, low access to data. So things that basically help my business or any fintech business, because data is very critical in our operations. I, I mean, how does someone qualify? What data, what access, of, what access do we have to data, the names and so on and so forth? You know, uh, the one player that we hope will come on board is Nira. 
because the identification seems to be yes. the biggest problem in our space. Yes, yes. Uh, they haven't yet provided any APIs that other players besides the banks can integrate with. So we are working in the dark. I mean, you can give this person money, but you do not know who they are. So, and of course, by, by, by law, the data protection law, they prevent you from providing someone's uh, details. So all of that makes it a bit unfair mm-hmm. to compete in the market. So we're hoping, you know, uh, through Fitzpatrick again, we can engage the different players, mainly government, uh, mainly NERA and other entities. Also URA, I mean, so many other people come into this. Mm-hmm. So if we can put them on the round table, see what kind of data we can share, we can access and how we can, you know, the, the framework and all that, then I think it would be the better space. Okay. Yeah. So do, do you feel that the recent, is it what, the National Payments Act that was recently passed? Yes. 2020? Yes. Did it not cover those gaps that you're talking about? It did, but then the problem with it, there is a risk of it creating a monopoly players mm-hmm. in the market. Because also when you look at the requirements for having certain licenses in place, I, I did not see, unless I didn't read well, but I did not see... <laughs> provision of things like sandboxes where, you know, uh, startups, uh, let's say a kid in the university has an idea mm-hmm. and he wants to set it up. But of course, because of the payment uh, law that has come into play, you know, he's supposed to get a, a, a license that's worth God knows how many billions. And also depending on the kind of service you're going to offer, you may also need to open up an escrow account. And in Uganda, it doesn't take you less than one, two years to get an escrow account through, through a bank. So, I mean, you're already handicapped. And the law is just gagging you at the mm. same time. So again, through dialogue, probably we can have uh, more discussions on how to make it easier, especially for the startups. Uh, you know, for anyone who dreams of launching their product instantly. Mm. Yeah. So was in that process consultative when they came up with the? Because I thought they had consulted the like the fintech, the people in the fintech space. Um, or was it consultation, but we do what we want? Uh, I think there was a level of consultation. I wasn't approached, <laughs> though, but I'm sure they did talk to a few people. Yes. Uh, and I think probably sometimes the best way to move forward, you just throw it out there. <laughs> you see the reaction. <laughs> and then see if someone is like, you're breaking Yeah, you, you, you know, and then if many people complain, then it'll be, no, we're just testing the water. <laughs> Calm down. We're checking. Yeah, we're checking if this is okay with you. So I'm hoping we can get to that level of dialogue in the future okay that's good so are there any what, what future plans do you have for for melan and you know in the next one to two years well, well that's uh for now of course our focus is mainly making uh yasako work mm-hmm. uh we do not know where that journey is going to lead us uh, so we are excited as a team and uh from there again we believe in building up uh, uh solutions all uh, uh solutions that basically solve everyday problems uh, for example, we have built file tax, so we're trying to make it easy for anyone to file taxes in Uganda because we realize that URA has a big problem. Mm-hmm. They are now, I think, introducing e-stamp, e-receipts, which mm-hmm. uh, very many companies are having issues with. We're not saying that we have the solution <laughs> now, but we at least we are cooking, we're in the kitchen cooking something. Yeah. But we just want to make it easy mm-hmm. for anyone to file taxes, even if you, have, you do not have any knowledge about it. Because for one, when I registered Malan, mm-hmm. I remember uh, the first year I did not file any taxes. Because mm-hmm. I mean, already you want, to, you want to start running, you want to get your product out. There's so many things you do not put into place. Mm. So, of course, taxes was one of them until it caught up to me. I think Did they I mean, send you a bill? Yes, they said I was, <laughs> I was penalized. So, <laughs> so I yes. mean, we were trying to also mitigate that. Then, of course, there are things like wholesale, doka. We want to change, you know, the way inventory is managed mm-hmm. by all shops around, around Uganda, probably East Africa. 
And there are so many other solutions we have that we are cooking. But of course, first thing first, let's be known for one thing. For me. <laughs> and then, like an Amazon, then we get into other spaces. Into other bits. Yeah. <laughs> but it's interesting you've talked about, you know, because I'm glad you're focusing on SMEs. Because I've spoken to a couple of entrepreneurs and the, the, as an entrepreneur, when you're starting up, you're trying to solve a hundred problems. You, the same person, which then becomes very difficult because yeah. then you have to deal with the taxes. You have to be registration. You're looking for money. You're developing the product. You're, you know, getting the partners. So you have, having done a startup and you're thriving, what advice would you give to someone who is in that area? I, I, it depends on what level. If you're starting, I usually, the first advice I give everyone, follow your passion. But again, don't be so blind. Sometimes some passions don't pay. <laughs> follow your passion. Only if it pays. Uh, only if it pays. Okay. So follow your passion. Or the second passion that pays, that would be my advice. Then attach yourself to someone who knows. Mm -hmm. It could be a friend. It could be a colleague. It could be your dad. It could be your mom, your teacher. Look for that person. Seek them out. Because the one thing that I've come to see in Uganda, very many people launch very many products not knowing that the guy next door is doing it. Mm. It's until you've gone live and then you, you realize you've wasted probably a whole year. So again, look for someone who has done it and then ask them for advice. And again, also do research. Is anyone else offering this? And if they are, what are the shortcomings? How do we go about this? And then also networks are very important. Because uh, I think when we when I started Jasako, the the pitchings I did, <laughs> there were two men. Of course, there was the looking for money and so on and so forth. But you just have to put yourself out there. Attend any related fintech fa uh, function or even any ICT function. I mean, there, there are guys like the NFT project who are helping SMEs and startups to do so many amazing things. Uh, yeah, they, they, I think it's the Netherlands Trust Fund. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there are those and then there are so many people in the market who, who actually want to help you. So sometimes you just have to avail yourself. They usually say when the student is ready, the master shall appear. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so and in case anyone is listening to this and probably is interested in fintech, I do not mind mm -hmm. getting a call and, you know, taking you through my journey and probably how I can save you from a few things that uh, took me down along the way. <laughs> That's quite, you know, thank you actually even for, for, for offering. But then also what, what I found is a, a lot of entrepreneurs, as they're trying to develop the product, they are, don't have finance. So they initially, of course, they use, you know, family, friends yeah. to, to initially capitalize. But of course, after some time, those sources, you know, run out. So you have your wonderful product, but you have no money for it. Yeah. How do you, what advice would you give someone how to overcome, say, each challenge? Uh, well, uh, that's a very tricky question. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I usually, at least from experience, I've seen that if you have a good idea, a good product, the money will follow. But of course, that applies outside. In Uganda, it's a bit <laughs> more technical. Yes. Uh, yeah, because the banks are interested in chicken and egg. They want to see the chicken and they don't want to appreciate the egg process. That is they the want way. a successful business, but they don't want to invest in one to become successful. Exactly. So, I mean, they'll tell you cash flows. They'll tell you so many things. They'll tell you high risk. The, the story goes on. So I think in Uganda, family still remains predominant, family friends. And also I've been privileged in that uh, the people I went to school with, you know, they also have other different uh, networks and circles that they introduced me to. Or I've also been fortunate to go and look for money in the UK, mm -hmm. of which I didn't get anything. But, <laughs> you know, it kind of exposes you. At least you know what is needed for you to raise money and so on and so forth. But again, start with family and friends. I, I mean, if you have a good idea, I'm sure one of your family members wants to invest in them. If not, try your hobbies, your OGs, your network. I'm sure one of them 
will want to invest in them. Mm-hmm. Approach as many people as you can. You lose nothing. So whenever I hear someone saying, if I share my idea, it will be stolen. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how does that happen? <laughs> I mean, do you know what it takes to actually get, get an idea yeah. and then turn it to a business? Mm. The, the dynamics are different. But then, of course, I'll also tell you an idea. There's one time I pitched... Uh, something to one of uh, the rich men in, in Kampala. Mm-hmm. So after pitching, I was very happy with myself, but mm-hmm. the man shot me with one question, like, why do I need you? I now know. that I know it. <laughs> yes, oh now that I goodness. know it. That took me back. <laughs> <laughs> it took me back some steps. And then I came to realize, in as much as you're sharing, yes. make sure you hold on to certain information. Okay, don't share everything. Don't share everything. Hold on to certain information that only you can implement. Mm. But of course, if some ideas are easy to replicate... <laughs> they may be not very... Yeah. Commercial. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and Ugandans have a copy-paste syndrome. Any yeah. business that comes up 20 more the following month will have popped up. Which is... Yeah. Okay, now, I was, I was thinking as you were speaking, you're your credit payment service provider. Yeah. Is, isn't this a product that you could actually give to potential entrepreneurs? where you know you do a credit something something where a potential entrepreneur could actually borrow some credit from you uh very true Marlon. <laughs> <laughs> no you personally <laughs> the, 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 uh well when we get there i'm sure we shall open a fund and see how we can help fellow entrepreneurs mm. but the problem in uganda giving the money is the easy part how do i collect it Mm. That is where the challenge has always been. And that's why probably banks charge a lot of money because of the risk involved in recovering their money. Mm -hmm. So again, that is something that is going to take time. Probably it's culture related whereby the kids have to be taught that once you don't borrow money, but if you must have a plan to pay it back. So there should be responsibility. And also CBR are all, there should be some universal credit system within the country whereby you track someone by their national ID, where they work, taxes, so that no one can escape, uh, you know, mm. the, the, the whole loop in case you want to look for them. Okay. So until such things are in place, <laughs> we're going to have issues recovering money. So then the question to you is that with your Yesako product and the credit, how will you, in case someone defaults or if they default, how, how would you uh, recover your money? Uh, well, of course, as a business, mm. the, there is a loss that we can take. <laughs> above, beyond and above that loss. Uh, then, well, <laughs> the service may have to shut down. But of course, again, we are optimistic. And by the, we again, we look at the data. Uh, we look at the data that comes through. So we do some serious vetting mm-hmm. before you do qualify. So uh, trust me, whoever is listening, <laughs> when you go to your phone, go to Airtel, mm-hmm. Dial Star, 185 Hash, Financial Services, Yasako Loan. Uh, if you qualify, congratulations. <laughs> Welcome to the platform. If you don't, continue using Airtel Services. <laughs> They still have access to the Airtel services. <laughs> they, they, they should have access. They will but the criteria access. you gave me seems um, it's three months access. You, you need your Airtel account must at least be three months old. Yes. And you must have used, if it's your car, you must have used, if you want 2,000, you must have used 4,000 yeah, last it, month. Exactly. The criteria seems to be almost anyone can get. Yeah, but the devil is in the detail. <laughs> <laughs> That is just the simple criteria. Of course, we're also looking that if you probably have more than 30,000 on your mobile money account, then we cannot offer you the service simply because we know you can use that money to buy. So there are also also other small nitty gritties, but ideally those are the two main main things we look at to, to advance you some credit. Okay. Yeah. All right, uh, Malcolm, thank you so much for coming to the Ideation Corner. Do you have any last words? I will thank you so much for, uh, mm-hmm. for, for welcoming, for, for giving me the opportunity. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, well, uh, all I can say is that uh, if you look at most of the countries, we are entering the, the fourth revolution. I think that's data, uh, AI, I don't know, I've forgotten the others. But uh, it all points that uh, ICT is going to be a significant uh, element in, in transforming our country to the next level. So the question I ask for those on campus, what role are you doing in preparing for that? For those who are in businesses, again, how are you pivoting your businesses to take advantage of those factors? And also for those that are retired, how are you helping the people below to, you know, to cope? And as government, what are you putting in place to enable people achieve this? So, I mean, if we can have a round table, sit down and discuss, I am sure that uh, the future should be brilliant. I mean, when you look at things like the tourism that has just fallen off the grid, uh, you know, support for it and so many other things, ICT still remains an important core. It's an enabler and a facilitator. So the more we give it that respect, I think the more we can quickly transform and even leave some countries. So yeah, I'm hoping the government listens to this and, uh, and we see how we can forge the way forward. Again, I encourage you that if you find yourself in a fix, uh, please don't let the struggle take you. <laughs> Just uh, dial star 185 hash uh, financial services, uh, yes, I call loans and then go through the prompts and you should be able to get at least two units of, of, of power to take you through that emergency situation you're in. And remember to pay us back. Thank you so much for watching the Ideation Corner. Please subscribe to the channel Ideation Corner on YouTube and Facebook.